What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds. How's everyone doing this week? Good, excellent, cool. Oh, I'm doing so Disney great. Disney Good, good, good stuff, man. And nice. You know, finally the time has come. You know, the time has come to get back to the content we we so graciously wanted. I mean, the BS. Yeah, the, a, put yeah. the carbonite in the BS. You know, it does definitely for sure. Carbonite in the BS. That's a good one. The carbonite in the BS, but it, it really it really is. I mean, you know, I, just getting started. You know, before you get in the initial reactions, because um, we will do the basically a double reaction to episode one, season three, which is I guess chapter seventeen. So they're kind of mm-hmm. dually layer layering it, uh-huh. and then also we'll do the season uh, two um, episode eleven review of Bad Batch as well. But uh, you know, getting back to this, just this before we even get into reviews. I mean. This is like breathtaking, you know. I know we discussed like kind of getting back into it, and I don't know, maybe it's just like the giddiness I have. But like <laughs> watching the Mandalorians, I'm like itching for another Star Wars movie. I don't, I don't think I wanted one, but you know, watching it, I'm like, yo, like I kind of like want another movie now. Like, you know, you based know on, I, wanted? I wanted two episodes. I wanted a double drop, like they did with uh, some nah, of the others. Nah, they're smart. I know what they did, and I know why they did it. Nobody knows why they did it. Only, well, only, if, only the mouse knows why they did it. If they, they didn't have bad bats, they would have did a. I mean, think about runtime. The reason they did it because they cut it down to like thirty six minutes, and then they did bad batch like twenty three. If they did the Mandalorian around forty eight to fifty, there there is just no way. It's almost overloaded. It kills one show. So I kind of get it why they drip fed us. And the funny part is, you know, as we get into it, is literally the trailer was the first episode. So. What more to look forward to, right? I love how they do that. This ultimate sidebar, you know, Marvel yeah. kind of did it for the most part in a lot of their trailers, but I mean, they literally drip at us. Literally, the whole first episode was ninety percent of the trailers we saw. So, mm. yeah, let's just get into it, guys. As far as our, our Angel- we'll, we'll start in Mandalorian. So, um, we'll start with you, Hits. We'll, I mean, what were you thinking? Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I really, really enjoyed this premiere, and it's you're right. We've been waiting for it for a long time. I mean, it feels like forever since we even saw these characters, and that wasn't even in Mandalorian season two. That was in like a side project that they they kind of came on board for. Uh, so I was super excited to see them. I'm glad that we got to see the Naboo fighter, you know, flex its muscles a little bit. I really enjoyed that. You know, they're really going to great lengths to create Epcot Star Wars mm-hmm. on Navarro. And like you can just tell, like you're gonna be there. They're gonna build it. Maybe in Florida, unless things get crazier there, but probably in Florida, you're gonna be able to go to that place and see all that stuff. That robot chopping stuff up, that's gonna exist in real life, <laughs> and I'm here for it for sure. Uh, I I loved it. It was great to see Grogu. I'm glad that Mando's reminding everybody that that's that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grogu. And look, we got another one of those mega mega hunts. You know what I mean? I, 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 you know, I love those uh, mega hunts. They're like my favorite thing. So uh, all for me, Mando uh, season three premiere delivered. Could it have been longer? Yeah, but it makes sense to cut the story where they cut it. So I'm fine with it. So my, so I had a question like Bo-Katan was just like chilling in the castle. Like, yeah, just, you know, she, just waiting. She was just waiting for Wait. Din Djarin to like show up. Thought that was a little loose, a little <laughs> loose on the, uh, a little loose on the storyline. I don't think she would have just been chilling there with right. leg up, like you know, a little I, something, something. 
Yeah, I and lost Darth Saber and my everyone left. Right. Like, uh, that was a little that was a little soft for me because that and that so that's why I I wanted a I wanted more after that. So a double drop to me would have been perfect for this. But I I second uh you know Steel City what said this is this was a great um uh you know beginning of the season. I really what what really gets me as a super fan is that they keep heart they keep hearkening back to the trilogy. So grief is like Lando, like welcome to Cloud City, you know. Come on. It so to me, the first time I watched it, I thought, man, he's a little sketchy. Like, what's he what's he doing? Like, what's why is he trying to get Mando off the off the track, off the mission? Why is he trying to get him to like get roots, you know, and live on this planet with him. He's going to give him this, this whole parcel. And here you can live fat of the land and a very Lando Calrissian, very smarmy. Um, but as I watched it like three or four more times, plus Andor, because I guess they kept suggesting it at the end. Of the <laughs> recommendation, a vicious recommendation. Anyway. So, uh, but Great episode, a lot of cool stuff. IG eleven. I didn't catch it till the third watch, but he's standing on a bunch of stormtrooper helmets. I thought that was cool. I mean, you guys oh, wow. got it the first I didn't, time, I didn't but that either. I was like, this statue is is phenomenal and definitely a apex of the episode. Like this is what we need to see because this ends up being his new drive. He's got to get IG eleven back because it's the only droid that he trusts to protect him on Mandalore. So. That's that's the that's the apex of the episode when you see the statue of IG Eleven, and then the little the turmoil of him trying to get it rebuilt. No, we need a memory chip and blah blah blah. Now that's the next mission. So, uh, you know, I really like the way the story's going. Uh, like I said, I thought grief was a little smarmy. I like the throwback to um, uh, Dune. You know, my, like what was she doing? Oh well, yeah. she's now. The way they wrote her out, she's uh, off the, the yeah. imperial. Uh, she's uh, military. She's an imperial military. She's right? busy. Yeah. That's where she is. She, which, she's retired military. Place. Now she's reactive military. Which, which is a good place weird. for her because she was far too uh, aggressive for this storyline for I think the general audience. But uh, you know, <laughs> definitely like the way things are going. Uh, Grogu super cute using the force to get an M and M. Loved it. Very nice touch. So very E.T., kind of like throwback to Spielberg uh, era, you know, with the uh, Reese pieces and aliens like small little candies. Pretty cool. A um, lot of call outs to the even salacious crumb in the trees. I mean, how, it was bad enough to know there was one. Now there's like 12. I mean, what are what's up? But every time they do that, they pull me in a little further. So it, it's a win for me. Yeah, the episode was um very, very good. The open episode, I thought it was like a flashback or something. Okay, what are we seeing here? You know, um, you know, we're seeing them um in you know induct uh, uh you know the young child into like you know the of the Mandalorian ways on you know Mandalorian ways. So we see like the whole ceremony and everything. So I'm like, okay, what is this? A flashback? Is that like you know Mando when he was younger? No. Um, and then we get like the 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 alligator creature just coming up. And I thought that was just phenomenal. I thought that was a, such a great way to start the episode. I mean, just get in the money was in, in in those scenes and everything, you know, 
you're getting like the whole shots of like this big alligator thing just eating. And they were like pretty, it was pretty vicious. It was, you know, some crazy stuff going on there. And they couldn't really, you know, handle that until Mando came about, you know, to the rescue with, um, you know, baby Grogu. Um, yeah, that I, I thought I just thought that that whole sequence was just great. You know, I, I love seeing like the Mandalorian. I love the shape of the helmets. I love just seeing just them just acting their ways and everything from like, you know, Clone Wars, the Rebels to, you know, to this. I'm I'm just a big Mandalore fan, period. So, um, you know, the episode, um, you know, just continues on with uh, just to touch on what you were saying about grief there, Ken. Um, so, yeah, he was acting uh, a way he wanted, you know, to throw get Mando off his track because he needed um backup. You know, yeah. he, needed, uh, he needed he needed somebody to um to come in there and sort of do like you know some enforcement and everything. So of course he wanted Mandel to stay, you know, yeah. and, um you know camp out there and everything because that's you know he has those pirates and stuff that he has to deal with and everything. So um I mean that whole sequence makes sense. Um you know we'll, we'll get into more as far as the episode itself, but the whole overall feel of it felt like a Star Wars movie. You know, it felt like it could have been expanded to something. Yeah, you could see this, this like on a on big screen, and you know, with big special effects and with the creatures and everything that you know, little creatures that we see. It was, it was definitely where we were coming up from off Andor, the you know last live action show they did. To this, it's just so great that it all takes place in the same universe. You know, so to me, like I said, it's all big one one big story. We're seeing more of a, a, a shift in tone with Mandalorian versus what we have in Mandor, but it's still all all the same thing. You know, um, even to you know to like the Bad Batch, it's still it's still all the same thing to me. You know, um, but yes, yeah, really great episode. Love seeing, but you know, Bo-Katan in, in there, she was chilling a little too much. I thought that was like, yeah, right. You know, why is she? I, it's a cool pose, and I love you know um, Katie Sackoff. You know she she's she's never you know a, a sight for sore eyes and everything, you know. Um, so just just but just watching her just chill instead of actually doing something, you know, um, it was it was a little no okay. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, weird. A, a weak, the the weak part of the episode. Have her doing something. She's not just going to be sitting up there waiting for him like she knows he's coming. You know, right. I, I okay. But other than that. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm anticipating our adventures on Mandalore this season. Yeah, I agree with you guys, and I mean, I mean, I have the same feelings as you guys as well. Like, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't find any sore spots in it, even the Bo-Katan thing. I mean, that's just foreshadowing, and all it is. You obviously, and you can tell in the tone of her voice that she knows there's something else involved. So I think she was just leading them on. Was she sitting there? Maybe not. Keep in mind though, she's on not even a deserted Mandalorian planet, which was cool that the fact that I guess in their star system, there are other planets where they're Mandalorians. So they kind of alluded to that. So maybe she knew he was coming or at least seen him from a distance, maybe with some radar detection. So I think she's leading the belief, uh, leading on a, um, a little more than she's saying. By her saying, like, oh, I'm all alone, everybody deserted me. You know she has security there. She had a right. an attack droid as soon as he landed. So, yeah, that just lets you know that there's a lot more there. But, I mean, just kind of leading into the episode, I just like how the show is written. I mean, we discuss it. The style of this, it's, it's written like, you know, and they say it, these quests, right? It's written like a video game. I mean, and then they lay it out the first episode. The main mission, 
him to redeem himself. What's the first side quest? We need to get IG-88 a memory chip. So they're already, they lay the show down, and I just wish that maybe that's what we were expecting 10 episodes ago in Bad Batch, instead of just kind of just random, you know what I mean? Just oh, random. But wait, but wait, this episode tied it together a little it bit. Did. It, it did, it did. So well, we'll you know, to... it ties it ties it ties the universe together. But um, yeah. yeah, let's just I mean, getting into the the discussion of this, the meat of this episode. How about the introduction of the episode after the intro? Right, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was the Edra Bridger, the Ahsoka tie-in, right? So we saw the space whales, the space which, whales, which are uh, obviously yeah. hyperspace traveling. So, yeah. In, in my mind, yeah. I'm thinking okay. like, in my mind, because the timeline isn't this timeline. What if this time lines up to when Ezra and Thrawn have thrust into hyperspace to go to the unknown regions? Those were actually space whales. Well, I don't know if they're space. Sure, seem like space whales. Space worms, but you know those squid things. Yeah, that can hyperspace travel. Space squids. Squiddies. Yeah, yeah. So whatever they use, those those squid type whales, they call them space whales. But yeah, the hyperspace traveling things that Ezra and Thrawn flew into, that's what Grogu had seen. So that was like an Easter egg, or as DP calls it, we'll um, check off some space whale. <laughs> so check off space whale, right? So, um, yeah, that was like the thing that caught me off the bat, that they really threw that in there, which is foreshadowing, obviously, hyperspace travel, which can then tie into, you know, you know whatever. Because as we know in this show, there's always a big cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It's going to be somewhere down the line, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, what, what do you guys want to lead into? I mean, this episode to me is phenomenal. There's just so much. I, I it's one of those things I can just watch over and over again. It, yeah, and and you do right. You do. And oh you yeah, do. I'm, I'm already three times into it. I think it was four. Yeah. So I I really want to talk about the uh, Bob and Frank scene and about <laughs> how that was such great comic relief, mm-hmm. and it's so great to see those characters, and maybe the best thing of the whole sequel trilogy right there. Showing up here in the Mandoverse, so you gotta. I feel like you gotta love that. You mean sure. the pirates? No, no, no. no, no the little, little, uh, little, yeah. Oh, the the Azaleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that that was a whole new character. Well, from the sequel trilogy. Well, yeah, sure. Right, but it's right. new. It's, yeah. it's the same guy, pretty much. I mean, right. I don't... Yeah, new, new to this 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 series. Yeah, they were right. they were pretty, but they weren't. Uh, they didn't evolve quite. They were kind of in and out. Like I don't know. I guess we're gonna see them again. But yeah, they were they were pretty cool. I thought you were gonna talk about the uh, the pirates. Actually, oh. like pirates, last like these, yeah. like these uh, you know Gamorian, uh, not Gamorian, but the uh, you know the, the they have these like they have like these pirate dialects and like like dp said the swamp thing like he was like i got you in my sight <laughs> you know i expected I like, got pants on yeah, yeah you know, like we're pirates of the caribbean i mean they did they they really ran with the pirate theme which which is pretty cool i mean pirates should be pirates they should yeah, have head yeah. legs and parrots on their shoulders and eye patches and have that and he even said it i've asked go after that guy we'll bring him to the captain it was great. It was really. I, great. I just think that that like if that is uh, Epcot Star Wars, then you know they they're just trying to save some money on having those pirates of the Caribbean just walk around. It's just easier for them to do it that way, yeah. you know, repurpose, and it's just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. They, they 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 will not let go of the fact that that school wasn't a bar anymore. Yeah, it's a school. Well, we want a drink in there. <laughs> it's, a, a drink. it's a school. It's a school. 
Yeah. Why we want some liquor? Let's <laughs> find some liquor over here where I have liquor. No. In fact, <laughs> want it here. In fact, I think it's worth four people's lives. Wow. <laughs> and then I'm gonna act like I then I'm gonna act like I want revenge when I was just stupidly right. spending the, like right. I, I don't threatening like children. Threatening children is what you were doing. Yeah, I got a That's real. I also got. A, I also got a real Star Fox vibe from the, uh, <laughs> the the pirates. I just was thinking like, Mando, do a barrel roll. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, the Star Fate was even nice. I mean, it was just th- this episode encompassed so much in so little time, right? Because it was like thirty six minutes. And this is one of the first episodes. I don't think I even looked at the time until it was over. Like yeah. usually, I'm like, yeah, I, hope I, was, I, I hope it's more. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, it, I just it, let it go. It was a good thirty. It was a good thirty-six minutes. I mean, every right. single minute in there was chock full of something. There wasn't a, a dull moment. Yeah, uh, they, they didn't really waste a lot. Um, no. Now, when 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 I look at okay, so there there's a thing with if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, you're just totally confused on um, where we left off last season with um, Luke and um, you know Luke taking Grogu off, and all of a sudden just you know, where did this, how, how did they get back together and everything? Back, right. So um, I think it's kind of hilarious how, you know, the, that, that, that I guess the casuals now, I mean, I can now say, you know, the casuals need to make sure that they're watching everything in order to get their fulfill of everything. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Wow. Listen to this guy. Shouldn't they put that detail in the recap or no? Am they I, did put a, no. they, they put a no. little bit of it. But they didn't put the fact that it happened on the book of Boba Fett. No, they, they didn't. Right. Scenes, um, from the book of Boba Fett in there, but as it, it was as if it was read. Okay, well, this happened on Mandalorian last season. Uh, no, it didn't. You know. Right. So yeah, I, I just thought that was just like you know straight up uh, hilarious. So all you casuals out there, you know, make sure that you go check out the book of Boba Fett where you get more content. So Disney wants you to subscribe, get more content, mm-hmm. <laughs> casuals. Step up your game. <laughs> now, what do they recommend at the end of Book of Boba Fett? What do they recommend you watch? Uh, Ander. Of course, yeah. I'm, I'm glad mean, you. I'm glad you're here to follow orders, Ken. Hey, the algorithm. The algorithm is there for you to follow. There, you know. Yeah, it's easier that way. It's easier to follow a- algorithm. You know, that's, that's what we all pretty much follow nowadays. Algorithms, you know. Auto autoplay is turned off for me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that's, that's we're done. Why do you think do you think they're not gonna record your viewing habits if you don't put that on? They're recording. Of them. Oh, they're of course, recording they know. them. They how know. else will your how else will your chatbot, you know, uh fueled personal assistant know exactly. what to put on for you when you say put something on? Right. <laughs> they don't mean put something on, they mean put something on, right? right. Of course. To watch. Yeah, that's that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, the, the overall right. episode was just um was just great. Um I'm excited for everything Mandalorian based, you know, and um, I know Dave Filoni it's just John Favreau. He directed and wrote this episode. So I was kind of like surprised that um, Dave didn't have a lot to do with like, you know, the, you know, what's crazy as you're saying that. Yeah. Dave's only in two episodes. He's actually out at the Mandalorian really right now. Oh, really? Okay. So he must be concentrating more or less on Ahsoka, huh? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm good with that, you know? So, so, so Dave pretty much gave um, John, you know, his. This is, this is Filoni. This is all uh, Favreau's things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gave instructions. Okay, Mandalore. Because Man, Mandalore, I feel that's Dave Filoni's thing. 
you know, mm-hmm. he gave all the, you know, instructions on, you know, how he wanted things to be. And um, Viber was pretty much just um, just following directions and everything, you know, for the most part. But the thing with Falbro, he knows how to tell a visual story, you oh. know, in, in like, you know, live action. So, I mean, I, I trust his. It, it's it's so good also just to hear the Mandalorian theme back again. You know, mm-hmm. you know when the episode ends, you you just get those da 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 da. You know, it's just, it just and and it's just so Star Wars vibe. Like I said, it feels just you know so much like a movie, like on screen and everything that you can actually you know go into like the you know the show and see. I know I, I repeated this like you know over, but um, I was really enthusiastic about seeing live action Star Wars again. You know, yeah. that was just like a great thing to to actually see. Mandal, I mean, um, Andor. It was great. Andor was great, um, but it left us on. I like, watch it a lot. You know, of course, you ever after every episode, but it left us on a sort of like a downbeat. Whereas this sort of like picked up, and you know, you got the tone. You got like, um, you know, Mando just doing his thing with Grogu. One thing, okay, I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the, um, I'll, I'll be the bad guy here. Mm-hmm. Grogu's Grogu to me can be a little Omega. Yeah, a little, a little combative, isn't he? Mm. You know. No, well, yeah, I, I think I know what DP wants to take over. over. He's like, oh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I know where DP's going because I'm the same way as well. I actually want less of Grogu, but yeah, I, I, I know that's not what the casuals want. You know, <laughs> since, since I, I I'm think, no longer casually like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, but Grogu. I mean, he he's he's a he's cute. Okay, I, I like the 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 him, him um, doing his um you know the force thing and him getting the 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 um Eminem and stuff you know in his mouth. Um, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, you know the the cutscenes to him reacting and okay, I, I know he's in the show, guys. Let me let me concentrate on what Mandalore you know um um Din, you know Din Djarin is doing and not have so much a a Rogu. That's just me personally. And I've said it before on this show and everything. You know, Grogu is not my favorite character. You know, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of other people's favorite, but I, I want I could have more. I, could, I have less of him and more of um, the Mandalorian. You, you know what Mark, it is? Though? Marketing department ran with Grogu though. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's, yeah, oh it's my god! Yes, my my daughter, like I would say, fifty percent of the time is wearing some Grogu merch at any. <laughs> of it's fifty fifty shot at any given time that that's what it is. I had a stuffed one, but I'm sure my dogs are running around with it somewhere on the floor. But, uh, no, I, I totally agree with you on the Grogu thing. I just – I think the whole Omega thing is like almost – we were introduced to him so young, but the way they aged, I would expect him to be a little older. And now the fact that this is a little bit of a time jump, so he trained with Luke for a while. As DP saying, I just think the maturity level – and obviously they're trying to draw young fans and so they're doing kind of the younger theme stuff. It I would expect him to have with the Jedi training he has now a little bit more like, you know, it, it's just a little more not really adolescence, but I guess kind of adult you know what I mean? A little more maturity, I guess is a word to to his mannerisms. Just a little bit more. But, I understand like the humor and whatnot, but as DP says, it kinda like like takes away from not really a seriousness, but you know what I mean? Like it's gritty, right? And I'm into it. And then there's like this like Grogu comic humor part that's kind of like, it doesn't fit for me. Right. It so, might fit for the kids, but not for me. But isn't this species, so Yoda was 900 years old, right? Yeah, but so I mean, we don't Grogu, know how. Grogu's still like two years old. I mean, they, they, I they, they age a lot slower than 
regular oh, like man. the time like time and i think i brought this up like ta- right. time the way time runs in star wars is way different than the way time runs in our life right. so right grogu please no please he's never been to school he hasn't even been to pre-kindergarten yet and i I have i have to ask you to tell me your theory of star wars time please (laughs) (laughs) because i I feel like i feel like we both agree on how time works yeah we agree on how time works here but time in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe, does not run the same way as time. I mean, it, it because it's it opens up a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, that could have been ten minutes ago, or that could have been two years ago. We don't know. Time runs differently. It's like even when they said Bad Batch, like the last episode of Bad Batch, which we all loved. So. <laughs> Literally, from when they had the ship stolen, they got trapped in the mine. They got they got pulled into the into the water. That was only a day. That was one day. That seemed inconceivable to me. How that whole adventure happened in one day. So, what's a day? A day could be twenty four hours. A day could be forty eight hours. A day could be half a year. Who knows? There is no quantum physics in star wars it just doesn't compute you even look at the way the spacecrafts run i mean you've got space you've got spaceships that look like hamburger containers they don't that would never fly it would no pun intended the millennium falcon would not fly in re in our reality it just wouldn't wouldn't work it would it would just explode it would fall in on itself there's no way it would work but it can when you don't have time or physics or really anything to run on. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm. So Grogu might be immature to us, but he's that he might be already a teenager in his. So he's, he's so, so, so um, he's sort of like, um, I am Groot, Groot, you know, how whatever Groot is um, aging, you know, whatever that yeah. thing was. Yes. But that, that still doesn't make sense based on, we know with order 66 and where we are to now and in the time jump right so as, as hitch is saying it's not it may it might necessarily be on a 365 day time scale but it's kind of close to the way we measure time because based on what happened in the events then to now and that's yeah. what i'm saying but kind of like dp like there has to be a little more maturity in some of these characters and i know they do it to draw well, I, 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 I think i think okay i think you need to give grogu a little bit more to do than just yeah. be there and be cute yeah yeah, like just like you know, I mean, he's trained out. now, and he's just like touching M and M's. Come right. on. Well, Counterpoint. Do, there is a scene in the trailer which the, we haven't seen the, yet, where it, he it, actually it, throws it, some beast out of a out of a cave and saves. we'll get to that. But Hitch wants to give a pro Grogu comment here. Now, <clears throat> I get what you guys are saying. He's not some Mary Sue. You know, it's not like I don't think he's leaning on everybody with the force. I don't think he was leaning on the armor there to make her like twisting her arm a little bit with a force, make her do whatever. <laughs> but you know what? I want to fall asleep to a video that's just 45 minutes of Grogu and that hyperspace. Just Grogu enjoying hyperspace from this angle and this angle and this angle and this angle just over and over. I have to, I would fall asleep to that right now. If Disney put that out right now, I would I would put it on false. I can see that as like a um what they, what they call those long form you know video videos that on YouTube that they play all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of the the scene where um, Chancellor <laughs> Palpatine is telling 
Anakin about the 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 thing the Darth Pelagus things that are unnatural and they're at that ballet and the, the creatures are sort of floating around in the air. It was very, very hypnotic that scene. Like I could watch that scene over and over again. The way that the way he's sort of enticing Anakin to listen to him and the and the and the dark. Yeah, see. <laughs> I see, see, Ken, I, Ken's looking very Palpatine-ish. Yeah, Ken, Ken, oh, it's his hat. Oh, no. It is. We can manipulate life and death. Oh, jeez, oh, Emperor Palpatine. Ah, I don't know about all that. I'm just here to I'm just here to watch the I'm just opera. Here to watch the ballet and educate myself. <laughs> no, I'm like Rick and, Rick and Morty, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know, I know see you guys love I know y'all guys love that um the Mando um Pat Mahomes shovel pass to um to, to grief with um Grogu. That was just yeah, 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 yeah. Hilarious. That was that was that was smooth. There you go. Grief. <laughs> and he caught him. And he yeah, caught he him. caught him. Hey, I mean that's Pat Mahomes right there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Grief said, I thought you were getting rid of this thing. Yeah, right. So you're still following this thing around. Why you got the little guy, Grogu? What did you say? Mission, huh? What his name what is Grogu. All right. He's like, all right, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. All Meanwhile, right. maybe so, like I said in the beginning, my initial review, I thought grief was a little bit sketchy. Like I, the way he came off, he was a little bit, you know, I'm the I'm the magistrate, the high magistrate. You know, mm. you don't don't yeah. get that wrong. I mean, he has a position. He wants to be respected he now. Wants to be respected, right? He wants to but be respected. He last time he and Mando were together, he was a he, they were business partners. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he was shady then, but I mean, look what he built and grew, you know, to this point and everything. So I think what we're supposed yeah. to see is that everything on display is and he's turned over a new leaf. Yeah, yeah, and he's right? built up this community and everything okay. that's changed. From what we saw, like the last time and everything. So let's, let's see how he looks in episode five. <laughs> let, or I guess that would be uh, episode 20. Chapter 22, yeah. Yeah, 22, 23. Let's see what he looks like. I just hope they don't do that because I like I like grief. So I don't want to see that happen. But yeah, I'm, I'm okay not with saying it. I don't like the I'm character. Okay I'm just saying he's, he's part of the storyline and he's going to move things in a certain way. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. I don't think so. I mean, I kind of, I mean, Hitch, you can give us a history lesson, right? About, I mean, these Damios who come into power that, I mean, let's be honest, yeah. every, every leader who comes into power has to have a little bit of snake in them, right? Well, yeah. you know, they say that it's a lot harder to govern than it is to conquer. Uh, right. And so Grief is finding that out the hard way. I mean, it's the same yeah. problem Boba Fett was faced with in the history yeah. in the, the mm -hmm. book of Boba Fett, where he was trying to be, you know, not Southern a scummy. And not, and not take over, right? Yeah, for what reason? I don't know. But hey, that's neither here nor there, and we didn't write it. We don't have to do Because it was only five episodes, and then it turned back into Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't even Thank matter. God. Thank God. Uh, Please, yeah. yeah. I mean, with, even with all those flashbacks, five episodes was too many. Uh, so so to me, I, I just think, you know, what the heck were we talking about? Can you distract me so hard there? Uh, man. Uh, back to Tank? Oh, yeah, we're talking. Of, we're trying to talk. I'm trying to talk about history here. So, yeah, there's a lot of like, examples in like the American West of someone that would roll into town as like a badass and then, you know, sort of end up as the governor. 
that would happen a lot. So mm -hmm. this is, you know, pretty standard. I think most of the history of Australia is essentially this happening where you had a, a bunch of, dis of disreputable folk shipped to a place. And then all of a sudden they found out they could raise sheep there and they started being prosperous. That's pretty much the story of Australia. Uh, don't quote me on that. Please don't tell an Australian I said any of that stuff. But basically, yeah, there is a history of this stuff happening where, you know, eventually you have to go legit. And sometimes people don't want you to go legit. They want to do things the outlaw way. But if you're, you know, the governor, you can't have friends that are cattle rustlers. It just, you just can't. It wouldn't work out. Right. Sorry. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. For a well, no, that makes total sense. So what does that mean? Like, are... Are we hoping that grief is is beyond that? Like, has he transcended that stereotype? And can he be better than anybody else in history that has ever done this? Ever? Well, well, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Seven episodes to go. Sketch. Right. Very sketchy. I mean, I, I I think they did it on purpose <laughs> because the minute he came, he walked off the uh, off the stairs, and he was. Totally. I mean, I, I thought I was watching Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> so, like, I, and, and I don't, I want to say this, like, and I, you don't have to say anybody's names. I'm not asking that, but like, you guys, all, everybody knows, like, the big boss where they work, right? Like, you, everybody has their own big boss where they work. That's grief in this, in this, on this planet. And he's just walking around with this guy, hauling his droid around, like, talking to his, his, you know, pet Yoda. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, yeah. it would be weird for us to see that. It would be weird for everybody if, like, you know, my boss's 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 boss was like, hey, I'm going to be hanging out with this guy all day. And you don't know who that is. Right. They've never been around. It would be weird. Yeah. But those people do know him. Navarro is is very, um, very familiar, familiar to Dinjarin. So a lot of the people that are, you know, buying, you know, spare ribs from this guy, cutting up things, this droid and... You know, they're 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 panhandling or they're they're bargaining over here. Know who Dinjarin is, don't they? And they know they know where Navarro came from. And it's great this transition, but how long was that? Timeline. Like how long was it from when we left it to where it is now? I mean, they made a 180 degree or 180 degree change to the way the the city was run how long did, did that take was that a year two years they Do you probably think it's an episode of um um that on like the book of boba fett to, to, to sort of find that out you know they could have did but that. first a scene of boba in the back of the tank we zoom in his face is straining in pain as what was that well, piece of kryptonite that um that that um Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I have the sharding. Like, Kent was going to come in there and be like, "Hey, get rid of this." <laughs> so that's what the that crust of Mandalore. That's what it looks like when you vaporize it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Something that is, that's, what, that's what the armorer said. DP, do you think that's that's Chekhov's kryptonite, and we're bound to see Superman now that we see? <laughs> so. Disney bought DC, and now Superman timeline. Yeah, yeah he bought that timeline. Now he can come in and yeah, he can come in. Jedi Knight. What if they? What if, 
the ultimate Jedi Knight. He doesn't need no lightsaber. He just he's got heat vision. Yeah, heat vision. Yeah, yeah. He got the ultimate laser swords. You know, laser. Well, that, that could be the guy. That's the guy from the um, what was that Disney's movie? That's a Marvel movie, The Eternals. Yeah, the whole, yeah. The whole movie was a guy running around shooting with eye beams. No. Yeah, I'm Stark. I think literally, that, yeah, that was like three and a half hours of eye beams. That guy, whoever he was. Yeah, you loved that. Um, didn't you? I didn't finish that. Movie. The Eternals. I watched it for the end. I was just like, "That's it. I'm out of here." <laughs> oh yeah, that's another question. One we once we get to um the Bad Batch and everything, those um the troopers and stuff. I want to talk about that. But um, uh, but yeah, I guess we have anything else to to talk about as far as this show. I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was Can great. we talk more about the captain? I know we we kind of talked a little yeah. bit about the captain, but pirate the pirate captain. Oh yeah, like, the pirate um, captain was awesome. Yeah. You guys had some funny lines. Uh, he, I mean, he looked. Like, I got you in my sights. Yeah, that... <laughs> give me some. Talk beer. about Groot, right? I mean, he had like what? He had like um, <clears throat> foliage for for facial hair or something like that. Yeah. And he was so easily foiled by like a, you know, a, oh, quick high high really fast. Down. Like, what yeah. was he gonna do? He just flew away. Like that, that's that's one thing about Star Wars that I've been noticing. There's a lot of times where people are just like, "Well, I guess we'll just fly away," and they just do, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of no problem because well, yeah, Brian has no no control over this universe, and and there's no physics. And there you go. fly away. I do want to say, point. supporting Ken here, a laser blast should probably move at the speed of light. And these laser blasts and bolts that we see definitely move significantly slower than that. Significantly slower than light. So I feel yeah. like at a certain point, maybe there's something to what Ken's saying. There he is. 100%. A little bit. Just, just love it. This has been an episode of Ken Theory Corner. Up time. Right. Well, I mean, the guy shows up in like a First Order Dreadnought ship, right? And then he's got some little like cruiser, some Nubuan modded cruiser with like a... Mustang 5.0 engine in it. With a little green guy in the back. Right, like, yeah, so I get it when he shows no, up with some giant. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't right, even like, have an astromech. He just nope. got a little Grogu in the back. Like, yeah. doing what? Nothing. And the guy plots, now we know he plots hyperspace jumps on himself. Like, think about it. Luke and everybody, like you said, an astromech would plot it and would do it. As he's flying the ship, he literally tells Grogu, like, I'm going to teach you. So this guy is, like, manually controlling the whole time. But then he falls asleep. So I was just like, oh, okay. Kind of awkward. I like the reference where you, you planned your hyperspace jumps based on how much fuel you had. Like, that, yeah. that's all it was. Like, if you had this much fuel, you could get here. That's it. That's it. You're done. Then you got to get more fuel. So there was a little bit of reality. I thought that was that was where they grounded the whole fantasy world because it was based on how much fuel you had. You couldn't just go jumping all over the place. Like I'll say it, Star Trek, super unrealistic. I mean, they could jump wherever they wanted, however many times. They never stopped to fuel. You never like talked about fuel in any of those jumps. But Star Wars and yeah, Star Trek rules are like the Nautilus or like, you know what I mean? It's like those nuclear subs that never have to go anywhere because they just have enough uranium to last forever, forever. Right. You never had to like worry about it. You could just jump wherever you wanted. 
but in Star Wars, you had limitations. You had fuel concerns. You had a bad batch. What did what did what did uh, Tech had to do? He had to like re. He had to re, uh, you know, re put the alternate power to that ship to get it back online. I mean, there's right. always like actual physical things that you might have to do to get something done. So, I, mean, I think we should talk about Bad Batch. Yeah. This episode, this last one, I mean, it, it, it was great. It was, it was a great, it was a great episode and a lot of similarities. So, Mandalorian had a giant creature that was uh almost unstoppable bad batch had a, a creature that was cloned by the emperor for for a weapon and also unstoppable except they knew how to stop it which that was the only thing i didn't like about this episode like what weapon did they have to use on this creature to subdue it they never explained that so very very godzilla like you know in its um movements and actions and everything so, yes, so. yes. The Zilla monster. Yeah. It was a super Zillow beast, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's what they called it, uh, team. They called it a, a Zilla monster. Yeah. Is that what they called it? Okay. Yeah, that's what they called it. Yep, and, a brand new original creation. Right. Yeah. And they said, well, why did they clone that? It was the Emperor. That was his last directive to the Kaminoans to, to clone this thing for, for weapon use. I, I love like how they react to. I, I always love character reactions to stuff that you know that that we sort of like have are privy to, but the characters are just now reacting and seeing yeah. what's going on. So they're reacting. Okay, so why did instead of killing the creature, why are they taking it? You know, yes. They, you know, what what are they about to do and everything? So you know, so there's a mystery that the, you know our heroes are really about to set upon to try to like solve and everything and you know we got the Kaminoans and everything I can't pronounce no that was Omega did that and you know for the life of me I don't know what what why she has to say everything different than anybody else in it come on I don't even can't even say it Kaminoans she was saying like she was saying, yeah, something, but yeah, just Kaminoans is would, would be the pronunciation if it was even that. But um, no, it, it was strange. It was cool. I mean, I, the tie-in to me that hooked me on both episodes was the fact that the payoff from the destruction of their plan, planet was Palpatine getting rid of their cloning facility, but then mobilizing it to the space, which is what we saw in last season of Mandalorian with Dr. Pershing and yeah. what they were doing. So now you understand that um, the ultimate payoff is going to be for both of these series, what happens to the cloner, right? right. Because now that the, the, whatever he was, the mayor um, has Omega, which is some kind of connection to her over her head. That's really the payoff, right? What's going to happen with Omega. And that, I just think the way they, they put these episodes together and tied in the cloning and that, that they mobilized it to space. And we saw a Mandalorian, I know we alluded to this, but Omega's like looming here somewhere in this, so, in this yeah, whole the, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. She she she's gonna fit in. She's gonna fit she's in. Looming in, in these shows, yeah, in what, both of these shows. What are the troopers called now? Uh, who are those troopers? Clone uh, commandos, science yeah. troopers. Yeah, the toys are listed as commandos. As commandos. So um, we're still trying to find out how this new military is created, and it's not. They're not going to be clones. But it, it sounds to me like they're going to clone weapons. 
right? They're not going to clone the military because they, they figure that's been done. We don't like the way that went. But they can clone weapons. So here's this creature that they can not only extract armor from and make stormtrooper armor out of, you know, Hopefully whatever. Hopefully they're not doing that. What? Hopefully they're not doing that, making stormtrooper armor. You know, well, the stormtroopers were pretty fierce in, in A New Hope. And I mean, they, they just, just fell off from there. Well, know. they went, yeah, they went downhill. Like Empire Strikes Back, it kind of... And then yeah, Return I'll, of the Jedi, I'll, they were, they were loosey-goosey. The, um, they got beat by a bunch of teddy bears in that movie. But, but in A New <laughs> Hope... Loosey-goosey is right. Stormtrooper storm armor was undefeatable. I mean, those guys were... They hardly ever went down. You know, anyway, I mean, I, I think I think we're still going to see we still need to see how they build the storm, the new army, the Imperial Army, because we haven't seen that yet. And I think Bad Batch is starting to allude to how they're going to do that. I think the cloning is all weapons like weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Um, and who is this new guy that we got? The new bad guy, the new Hemlock is before he's pre Doctor Pershing, so he's essentially who Doctor Pershing. I'm guessing Hemlock dies at some point, and Doctor Pershing takes over. Mm. What a um, great name for a doctor of evil, Hemlock! Right, <laughs> right. consuming your own risks. That's perfect. He's he's named after poison. <laughs> well, great. But no, I, I mean, I kind of look at it differently. I don't think they're using it from weapons of mass destruction. I mean, this opens the whole like. With them taking the whole Camino and technology, I mean, this makes, I mean, especially when they talk about the Emperor doing these secret experiments and then having it mobilized in space. Now we saw the sequel trilogy and we find the fact that they are taking four sensitive children. This makes the thought process of EU Starkiller being mm-hmm. a reality now of them taking, because they're going after Grogu, not only for the being, but for the strength in, in the force, right? The strength and the ability whether it be midichlorians or however they measure, um, you know, force ability in someone, this makes our killer reality now, right? That you mm-hmm. created a clone that's stronger than any living being. So but, I but think it's going to be a hybrid though, because it's going to, they're going to like the, the dark troopers or the, uh, you know, I, don't know. I mean, I mean if you're Palpatine and you can come back in a human body or this, right. I mean, wh- which one is more robust and likely to sustain you forever? I mean, this this thing is ridiculous. It's a beast, literally. Yeah, I'd want both. I'd want force and mechanical um, pieces, cyborg, some sort of strength. You know, strong. You know, like we got in um, Dark Trooper. The Dark Troopers were scary because they flew. Uh, you, they were very hard to to destroy to kill. They thought. They thought 12 steps ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely, uh, you know, they were, they were, they were, they were hard to kill in the video game anyway. They were very Terminator-esque. Yes. Yeah. And I think if you jammed a little bit of force in there, you know, a little bit of force attunedness, so they could, that, that would be the chess aspect. So they could see several steps ahead of whatever opponent they were fighting. Unless you got a pretty, a pretty good armor. You know, I mean, I, I guess the bigger question we all have is like, you know, I mean, kind of 
bringing this full circle and kind of wrapping up the whole bad batch piece is why did it take till now to get into this like something like this in depth of the story like we still have not seen really echo much we haven't seen crosshair like no I, i'm i'm still kind of no like, crosshair at all every time they lingered on yeah, some dude like, that was just standing on a ramp i was like no right nope, i'm just not him I, I just don't know like like i said every episode is like its own story like at least with mandalorian we've laid out the 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 groundwork of what the season's going to be and mm. literally this bad batch is like a batman animated series right great series but it's just isolated episodes and each go in a different direction and you they there's just no general story to it because they're mm. literally every episode is like it's some other quest. little one shot yeah they're it, not related at all yeah. so it makes it hard to follow for me but this one brought it back. I think it did. Like what you're it saying brought it back online. And I think we're going to see. So how many are left? Bad, bad. Like it's like five, 16. Five, is it 16? Yeah. Five left. Something. Five left, yeah. Yeah. I think they can. I, I think they can do. Um, I think they can bring it back. <laughs> they don't have much time. Right. <laughs> they, don't have much, they don't have much time. Yeah. So and, if, if, what, if whatever, whatever thing that you're talking about ken they definitely don't have enough time to do that you know no. um and i'm sort of disappointed that this episode didn't come earlier in the season like it should have been like the fourth or fifth episode it, this should have been like the whole season you know whatever they were trying to do but uh I, i'm sure they're, they're gonna have some sort of um you know regrets on what they tried to do this season with with the second season and I just hope with what they're introduced as far as these, you know, further mysteries, that it just takes the rest of the season um, for us to, to to dig into it. Yeah. I mean, but I think this is, uh, I mean, based even on viewership and what you're hearing in a stratosphere, this might be it for Bad Batch. So it might be one of those things that I, I don't see a season three. I mean, Man, it's funny. I mean, spoiler alert: Mandalorian's like the new Fast and the Furious. I mean, Favreau <laughs> said it. Favreau said it on in umpteen interviews. They're already writing season four. There is no end in sight. So he said that this is going to keep going like Fast and the Furious. They're already filming Andor. So yeah, this is. I mean, if guys aren't like Mando, this isn't stopping. This isn't slowing down. I I foresee at least I foresee at least six seasons. At least six. with that and um, a movie. It, yeah. It, yeah, we just need to to find out what what's happening with these movies and stuff, you know. I'm, I'm um, itching now. I'm people itching people are itching for you know a new Star Wars movie. Like, what what is that going to be about? You know, redo the, the postquel, redo that whole first. Whoa, quarter. whoa! I hope you, out of all people, aren't saying the magic word I use, which is retcon. I hope no, no. Like I don't. Mean, I don't even mean that. I mean just just do a you different one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do a whole different trilogy? Yes. Yeah. yeah just, just something entirely different. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, I, I would like to see the Last Command. I'd like to see the, uh, <laughs> those books, Last Command, mm -hmm. with admirals with uh, Admiral Thrawn, you know, thrown in there. Um, because that, if you read, if you read that book, if you read Return mm -hmm. of the Jedi and you read Last Command, they connect. I mean, it definitely mm -hmm. feels like a better storyline than um what we got the last jedi i mean that didn't compute for me but i still i still like i mean every time i watch it i like it you know it's, it's a good movie it has it's still i do cool. like adam driver i like kylo ren i don't I like do. ben solo 
what am I going to do? That's I like what, that. I, you know what? I like the redeem Ben Solo. I I hope he's not dead through the force. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that there has to be a way to bring him back to life. I kind of would like to see another... Because there's going to be Ray. I think there has to be another male lead with that as well. I don't think... Well, obviously, they'll recast Finn because Boyega's gone for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, there has to be a Finn. He's Force-sensitive. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm open to that A post-episode. Redo the nine. whole thing. Crash his plane. Start over. They can keep those movies, but put them... You know, adjust the timeline a little bit. Like, like they're on one of these, like, little offshoots. But I'd like them to do an actual post-quill, like that actually tells the story of what happens after Return of the Jedi. Not, well, I mean, yeah, they can do Return that though. The Jedi, aren't yeah. they? Isn't that what they're doing now? That's yeah. Not. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, they're piecing I mean, it together, but not on the big screen. They're not doing it in a, yeah. you know, a big, a big scale. But yeah, you're right, DP. They are doing it now. They're kind of like telling us what happened after the fall of the empire and how things are sort of restructuring and, and what happens evil comes back. It comes yeah. back anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of stories with Luke Skywalker. And when you're talking about the books, you know, and we talked about their stories of Luke's this, I mean, that's when Luke was essentially OP and he was pulling down tie, you know, he's bringing down starships with the force and all kinds of stuff in this, in this kind of space. But, I mean, as you're saying, I think with this Ahsoka series and, and the world between worlds and we see what the Flash and Reverse Flash and how they're restarting DC by retconning time. Oh, yeah. And we see Marvel with the multiverse resetting time to then bring characters back. And Star Wars is going to do the same thing with the world between worlds. And I really think that them saying that in, in, in the Rebels they, and they, bringing they, that live action with Ahsoka, I they, think it's going to be... They, no, they better they better handle it because that could either be done great or be done just atrociously, where people could be like, okay, go. Star Wars has jumped the shark." You know? No, you can't. Yeah, I think Wars the pump's primed here, man. With Jar Jar Binks, <clears throat> jump the Jar Jar Binks. Listen, this is how these these religions go. You know, they start out with you know the the ver the one source, and then they expand out a little bit, and then they get a little too serious, and they get a little too jokey. And then you don't know what's in the canon. They don't know what's out of the canon. And then maybe it changes stories around a little bit because uh, the first story doesn't really work with the new story. So you have to make some choices here and there. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's what's I'm, happening. I'm, yeah, I'm 100%. I'm open to it. Uh, I'm hoping they... But yeah, I, as we said, I'm mission for a movie. Seeing how good this stuff is and the content. And really, I guess, the new direction of Star Wars with... Favreau and Filoni and you know the directors they have um hey look they tried a lot I know before they were you know letting literally everybody direct episode of the Mandalorian they've kind of tied it down to um with the Rick um Bryce Bryce Dallas I know they let Carl Reathers do one this time but I mean it's really the same maybe three or four people and sprinkle somebody in rather than in the past. I know they were just like, you get an episode, you get an episode, you get an episode. So I think they're really starting to make that Lucas story group. They're starting to, you know, own that team in. So that way, when we do get that next movie, it's not going to be, you know, oh, Abrams and this guy and this guy and this guy and your story, your story, your story. So I think if any time, I think Star Wars now is poised to do a trilogy. 
based on the people in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a traditional thing, you know, Star Wars and this trilogy. So if anything, it's going to go back to that, you know, so it's going to be a group of stories instead of just like one offs and stuff. Because I think if you do one off stories in the um in the, on the big screen, you've already doing that in like, I, I, I don't know. So the little, you know, it's just what a movie like, is. That's not an innovation. Yeah. 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 But um, but Star Wars is in the movie sense has been traditionally three three sets of movies at a time. Yeah. Are they calling going to call them like um episodes um ten, eleven, twelve? I mean yeah, I don't think they started that way though. I mean that wasn't the intention with George no. brought Fox, you know, 20th century Fox, uh this this book. I don't think he intended it to be like these split up things he was just going to do one and and be done he had no idea so the idea of the trilogy i mean i i mean so how did he decide he wanted to make episode four like the on the first one how did well he wanted to be like flash gordon and that was like a series of serialized stories where they do you know uh episode one and then episode two would be next week on the next newsreel so right, it's, it's just but they that. were shorties. They were like uh, twenty right, minutes. Right. Yeah, they were just like twenty minutes, and they had terrible effects. But if you didn't go every week, you probably miss one. Right. So the sensation he was looking for was, oh, this has been going on. Ah, in the middle. Okay, okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Sort of gives you like, like a sense of like I re- I read this article about he'll never uh, reveal like the Yoda species. He, he has like a thing about that. So if you're trying to look for like um, what they're all about and everything, that'll never be revealed or whatever. That's mm-hmm. Ever. Um, we'll see. Ever. We'll see. Um, um, I think it's close. I think we're he in charge no more. Yeah. yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. I think they're going to do a whole Yoda series. Oh, whole Yoda series? And, yeah. And it'll be nine. Well, Yoda, my None of us will see it ever. <laughs> we're not allowed. We're not even went, like, allowed to see it. What if they went and Yoda was like a title? You know what I mean? And like, all, like their names were super, were super like stuck up, and like, you know, Yoda's Yoda's real name was like Arthur Fizzybottom or something, something like that. Oh. Yeah, some, something British. Yeah. Yes, they're all British here. Get Dan Harmon to write it. You know. <laughs> Yoda was just the that was the easy name. That was like the short name. Mm-hmm. It's just Bob for them. Yeah, the right. acronym. Yeah. This is Yoda Sampson. This is Yoda Burnett. <laughs> Yoda Burnett. I mean, yeah, but there's a lot of stories going on. I mean, it's funny that where the Mandalorian comes out and we forget that like they're writing this High Republic story, which is like what 300 years before the prequel trilogy, and they're writing years, those movies. Star Wars years or our years? <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> oh my. Whatever, whatever you know, the measure we use, but um, yeah, the High Republic was something that they were like, and and I guess that's the cool thing about what we discussed with this Mandalorian that like it takes your eye out of really all the shit that's going on, right? Like, I kind of forget the sequel trilogies, you know. <laughs> kind of, they, I, they, they never even happened. Just trying to Just take me to that place where I'm a little a little baby Grogu in a pod. And hyperspace is just and flying wanted, by me. And I want an M&M and I can just take it. Just show me that again from here and from here and from here. And from here. You know, so, you know, just seeing this episode and how it starts leading into next week. And then, you know, 
It's crazy. You know, it's kind of sad. Um, Grogu and that hug, you know, that was just hilarious, man. You know, he 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 was like, he was like he was like Grogu, no, don't do that. Don't squeeze, don't squeeze the Azalarian. No, it's not a toy. It's not a toy. Oh, um, and and what a great parent Din Djarin did turn out to be. Very patient. Yeah, I mean, he's different from what he began. You know. Unlike how he is in like The Last of Us, you know. And I'll tell you, I mean, he's he's a better he's a better he's a better parent than I went because if, if I was in that situation, <laughs> don't sell yourself short, there, Ken. <laughs> it's been rough. It's been rough. And if, if my kid was starting to like squeeze some little alien droid builder, then I I'd I'd lose I'd lose it I'd lose it. <laughs> don't squeeze the little alien. No. But yeah, guys, it's, you know, it's been a fun episode. It's great that we can squeeze it in. You know, sorry for the faceful people. I know that uh, Meta has their roles at an hour, but um, that's all you know, good. Hey, oh, you know, we didn't even um shout out all our our things that we got so into, like you know, talking about. You have to do it now, like they do network TV. Just run it, run, run it real fast. Go. Nerdcyclopedia.com. Make sure you go to your favorite website. Uh, we're all, all, all your favorite social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on TikTok. If you listen to podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio's TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. So hit that subscribe button, also that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, join our Carbonac Bounty BS Star Wars group. You're getting all your favorite memes and all your favorite stuff. Um, shout out to Tom. Um, and make sure that you are leaving us some feedback. Nurse at nursecyclopedia.com, people. We are there. Yeah, look how look at you know, it up, casual. It shows you how excited we are that we didn't even get, we didn't even do an intro this week. We didn't even give it the no. intro this week because we were that excited for the Mandalorian. Yeah, it was it's like crack. It's like crack, right? It's we're all crazy. revved up all day. I think, right. Trent, I think like you, I think when I, you sent the first, I've seen it twice and it was like 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you was like, yeah, or something like I was like, yeah. I mean, literally, I stayed up and I'm not going to lie, I was falling asleep at like 2.30. Oh, I like started dozing you. off. And yeah, I, like, yeah. man, in the kitchen, had to grab something to like stay yeah. up. Cause I was like, I can't. I'm up until three thirty. What's a half hour? Oh, like, man. but you know when you're like deliriously tired, like, I, I, yeah, I gotta stay up for Mando. I gotta stay up for Mando. I gotta be. I can't. I can't wait. Right. I don't have the script. I don't. I gotta know what happened. But once it comes on, you know, I was just so so excited, right? And then you watch it, and then you watch it again and again, and skip the. Skip the suggested content. <laughs> skip Andor. Uh, skip Andor, of course. Yeah, I didn't watch Mad Bats. I went to bed after Mandalorian. So sorry, Ken. And no recommended content. But um, gotta sleep sometime. You gotta you do. sleep sometime, too, bitch. You do. You gotta sleep. Gotta pay bills. You know. You gotta have energy to do this at night. So you know, it's fun. It's fun. But any uh, any final thing to wrap up, guys? Is mm -hmm. um. Ken is pretending to be muted. <laughs> oh, no, Ken. Oh. oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, so can't wait for next week. I mean, it, you know, Mandalorian's going to be a slam dunk, out of the park, whatever sports reference you want to do. It's a total touchdown. I think I this think season, 
this season's not going to waste time. Like, no. like they're that. going to get right into it because they better after that really weak finish with Bogotan. I mean, come on. Then Jaren's like, I'm okay, just gonna now be we're hanging out. Swimming. Enjoy Mandalore. <laughs> By Dinjarin. Have a great time. I'll be right here watching TV. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Yep. yep. Yeah, I'll be right here. What does she say? When, when you're done swimming, come back and we'll see how you look. Where's that laser sword? Did you way, know that they the used nukes? Sword. She's like, they nuked that whole planet. You know they nuked it, right? Anyway, have a good time. You yeah, crazy have a good time. Yeah, you, you'll have fun swimming in that river I told you about. Eh, I'll wait for her to show um, Mando the hand and everything. You know, you're not going to understand any of this, buddy. You know, right. <laughs> you was chilling. You stay right there. You know, I'll be right here. All right, there we go. What's up, guys? Um, another solid week, uh, and hopefully next week. I mean, it'll be a longer Mandalorian episode and and more to discuss, as well as Bad Batch. Uh, I guess episode twelve. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Until next week, guys, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This